I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Attention male gaze fans, in particular those situated in Auckland. We're doing the male gaze live during Pride Festival. This is at the Basement Theatre, 13th of February at 8.30pm and tickets are only $15. It's going to be a real fun time. We're going to make a real party vibe. There is a rumour going on that there is a um, massive uh, RuPaul's Drag Race tour uh, happening on the same night. But don't worry, that's not... Uh, that's not true. Uh, don't check. That's not, that's not happening. Just our show is the only thing on in the whole city that night. Uh, 8.30, 13th of Feb. Go to littleempirepodcast.com forward slash live for more information and we'll see you there, angels. It's kind of been cold at the moment, which I've enjoyed. Me too. The last two days, especially because I was like, it needs to not be so beautiful when I want to try and be productive. Do you reckon you're a summer body or a winter girl <laughs> wait <laughs> let's unpack that uh when you say if i'm a sum- summer body do you mean do, do i have the body for summer or someone who enjoys summer do you do you enjoy summer or do you love to live do you live your best life in winter um, are you uh are you a you know like do you blossom in summer or do you excel in winter i would say i'm a hundred percent happier in summer mm. i think i get so like serious vitamin D deficiency uh, <laughs> during the winter and just, um, I don't know, I hate not being able to go outside. Sunbedding is crazy, eh? Would you ever get a fake tan? I would get a fake tan, but I would never sunbed. The idea of being in that space, oh, I literally just got a goose bump. Yeah, I can't not <laughs> think of... <laughs> I literally just got a goose. A single goose bump. I literally just got a goose today. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you got a goose, I'd be like, what a shit choice for a pet. Fuck, I hate goose. Oh, I hope Chris, Chris doesn't bring his goose tonight. <laughs> it's my pet goose. Everyone make it feel welcome. I'll say this about goose as well. They're lazy. I went for a run this morning through Western Springs. You're Thank a fucking you. maniac for doing that. Um, and I Not was... the run, through Western Springs. I do it all the time. It's awful. That's literally my version of a nightmare. Like I, I've been through Western Springs once to try and cut through to work faster. Yeah. And I started walking through Western Springs. It turned into full Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. So I was like, <laughs> like every um, corner I turned, like I saw like a tree with eyes. And then like literally had a panic attack and had to leave Western Springs. But I got lost in the way, almost in tears. It's such a small, simple park. Filled with angry, aggressive birds. Um, What I was going to say was that they were all asleep this morning. It was like... It was like 8.45. I was like, get up. You have work to do. Get ready. What are you, lazy geese? Uh, but what is crazy is that I always go down this one path. I always go, so I... <laughs> you know my running route. <laughs> Catch me Track him, everyone. <laughs> I go past Motet, then I go into Western Springs, then I take the right. So I go right around the pond instead of the left. And it's crazy. I do it every time, and I forget that they shit all over the path on that side. And their shits are enormous like oh, this is gross they're not like it's not far from like 
A dog shit. A human shit. A human shit. Maybe yeah. someone's just shitting on the path. It's closer to a human shit than it is to like a sparrow. It's big, man. <laughs> it's crazy how big um, sparrow shit though. I saw one the other day and I was like, that's coming out of a little bit. Oh, were you there the other day when a Jono, our friend Jono from the TV, was Whoa. walking past a car? Jesus. <laughs> um, and a sparrow shat like mm, 30 centimeters away from him. Wow. I was like, you are the luckiest man alive. <laughs> Or unlucky, if you consider being shit on good luck. It is good luck, isn't it? Some places. Some places like France. Um, I, Are you a winter baby or a, or a summer adult? Well, yeah. Hmm. Do you like winter or summer fashion better? Exactly. Mm. To be honest, I think summer. I love, a, I love a short. I love a little shirt. Yeah. A little short sleeve shirt. I love putting on my, getting my long toes out. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, this beach. I love swimming in the water. Mm. I love feeling the sand between my toes. I love the texture of sand in my hair. Yeah. I um, love not washing my hair for like literally weeks because I know I'm just going to get get salty again. I find it hard to sleep in humidity. I'm, you know, like tossing and turning in the sheets, but we mm-hmm. get rid of the duvet. We have that gorgeous top sheet. Uh, we bring in a top sheet for summer just so that we can sleep with it. Because do you use a top sheet during winter? No, no. Fuck top sheets, eh? Fuck top sheets! They're a myth! It's no cr- one needs them! Crazy, right? It's so. Yeah. I feel like, honestly, I need to tell my mum about it because if there's like one thing I'm keeping from her in my life, it's that mm. I don't use a top sheet anymore. Really? Yeah. I love just... I it's it very chair. European. Yeah, it's very UK. But also like Japanese. I feel like they do just the duvet in Japan as well. They do. I was in Auburn. I bought my Damani linen sheet set, <laughs> which I bought Shut for up. myself for Christmas. Thanks, Damani, for sponsoring the pod. <laughs> Damani sheets are comfortable. Damani fresh, is too close free. to um, Dolmain, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm like, ooh. You get a Divinus filled with like tomato a sweet sauce. Pasta sauce. <laughs> anyway, I was like, I wish I could buy the pack without the top sheet. But then maybe I, I just want to know where I can it. buy a top sheet from. Yeah. Because I was looking for one the other day at Farmers. And I was really? like, I just want a top sheet. I want a gorgeous, like, Egyptian cotton. Imagine being Egyptian <laughs> and having the finest cotton um, <laughs> and sleeping with that. That's what I want. <laughs> Isn't it just imagine like imagine being Egyptian? Isn't it just like the most luxurious thing you hear about is like Egyptian cotton? But isn't I find linen sheets nicer than Egyptian cotton? Linen yeah. can be scratchy, but linen ages well. Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, what a great chat to start off the podcast. Cue theme song. I'm sorry, mom. It's not a face. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mail Gaze. Do you ever try like harmonize with like a microwave or um like uh or, like try and pitch the tone of like a vacuum cleaner? Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I try and imitate sounds. So I don't know if I try and harmonize. Sometimes when our um, vacuum cleaner is going off, which is let's be honest, once a month, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like. And then I'll try try. I'll be like sitting in my room, be like, ah. 
Does it bring you closer to the vacuum? I think so. Yeah, I love getting nice. in with technology. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. I was like, it's nice to know that, that even the vacuum cleaner sings. One note, but it sings. Yeah, that's lovely. <laughs> um, I don't, we don't vacuum our own house. We get a cleaner. Fuck, it's luxurious. Honestly, and I could never go back. And, and that's uh, my sweet, bougie life. We've got wooden floors, hard wooden floors in our house, our flat. Mm-hmm. Don't own it. And um, I always think... You can get away with not vacuuming a house with wooden yeah, floors, but also I also feel like I'm living in a tip. They the um the crumbs on the ground are much more apparent than they would be if you were living on carpet. Totally, but like the crumb, there's nothing worse than like all the little crumbs in the kitchen. You know the ones yeah. that like hidden by the microwave, and they're like forever crumbs. They're the ones that just like. Stay genuinely there stay there forever also like walking like uh at night into the kitchen get a glass of water walk back in there's crumbs on your feet there's crumbs in your bed yeah, exactly yeah i got sand in my bed the other day because i had sand in my book because i took it to the beach i opened my book to read in bed and a whole bunch of sand fell out and the- i was like this is a disaster this is a summer disaster yeah the other day i was like should i vacuum up my car and i was like no you're only going to be putting even more sand in here how fucking filthy is a car eh I recently have only just realised that people might judge me based on the appearance of my car. I just thought everyone was on the same page as me, which was that, like, you know, we drive whatever we can to get from A to B. What is the most you'd ever spend on a car in your lifetime? Okay, let me give you some caveats. Yeah. You're on the trajectory that your career is going. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be successful, but I don't think you're going to be like Ellen DeGeneres. Thank rich you, thank and i'm you sorry for saying that no no that's fine that's i'm fine. just like, saying i don't want you to be like lamborghini and like ruin the fun of this yeah um so like yeah within that within your means like within the next sort of 10 years what is the kind of realistic limit you'd spend on a car i think within the next 10 years i think for my next car yeah i would spend and i think it's a while before i buy another one fourteen thousand dollars <gasps> see that is that is above and beyond my limit. Yeah. I spent 4000 on my car right now, and I'm like, why would I ever need to update this? Yeah, that's the thing. I spent 6200 on mine from uh I would conceivably spend that much if yeah. I was feeling, you know, like I needed a new car. I would never buy an outright brand new car, though. No, neither. And I bought this one for that much money. It's a Japanese import. I only get MyFM. Uh, <laughs> I bought it to... Shout out to MyFM. Shout out to MyFM, who did the craziest segue yesterday. What, what? They keep talking about R. Kelly all oh, day. And they were like, and we've actually um, removed R. Kelly from all of our playlists. Uh, uh, if you've seen the documentary, you'll know why. And then they were like, here's Chris Brown. And then they went straight into a Chris Brown song. Fuck! That's so... It was so crazy. I loved... I love MyFM. I think they do a great job. They do. Um, great. I love their band. Is always like the other day I got in a massive fight with my girlfriend. Blah 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 blah. About like what flavored chips you eat. Anyway, what's your favorite chi- favorite favorite chip? Yeah, call us up now. I was like, this is simple radio. Yeah, not that long ago they were doing. Do you eat your chips first? Or do you eat your burger first? As a poll, and I was like, how have you not done this poll already? Surely that's like the thing you. I'm like, with- that's a genius question. Really? I change. I'm versatile. I'm verse when it comes to burgers. <laughs> <laughs> a true verse. To be honest, generally I very rarely get chips anymore. So I do I. I often just like skip the chips, skip the drink, and be straight to the burger. Give me straight to that quarter pounder and then maybe an apple pie. Um, it's like it's unnecessary calories. You never eat fries and you're like, yum. You're just like salt. Like just yeah. put some salt in your mouth. The first two are delicious though, usually, but then it's like uh, Cold, you don't need to chewy, them. And sometimes like metallic. Yes. Even fries and you're like, oh, my teeth burn. 
No. <laughs> no, I haven't felt that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Oh, my car. Oh, yes. When I bought this car, it was like the first year that I earned proper money. And I was like, what's something I need? I need to buy a new car. And then I bought it and I was like, I don't want to have to buy another one for like 12 years. Yes. So that's the, that's the plan. Yeah, I did a similar thing. And I was just like, why would you ever want to spend, like, when you see people with a car that's, like, literally your deposit on your house, and you're yeah. just like, wow. But for some people... so much money. For some people, that's their, I don't know, you know... I don't think a car's jacket, an... Jacket. It's not know? an investment. But for some people, it is. Is and it? And some people love to take care of it. They want it to look nice all the time. Mm. And, be- and that means that they're looking at that in the same way that you might look at, like, what someone turns up to a wedding wearing. Mm, true <laughs> I love wedding fashion oh, And I'm terrible at it I don't have a good wedding outfit We've got I've never been well dressed And I'm like what to wear Yeah um, My boyfriend got a Crane Brothers suit From Ooh. an op shop for $5 It's like a thousand dollar suit What? It's crazy But then I was thinking like If you wanted People have been talking about this as well Like if you wanted to go op shopping Like now is the time Everyone has watched Marie Kondo's documentary Oh and just, my like, god All their shit So go Time to stock up Stock up Wow, I've got a summer wedding in March at in the Coromandel, my first gay wedding. She'll be hot. And I'm like, what am I going to wear? And they're like, and they're, they've done that whole like, it's okay, Congrats be beef. On, on what? Your first gay um, wedding. My first gay wedding, yeah. Can't wait to hear about it. Well, I just, I just like, I'm like, how are they going to do it? You know, I'm mm. like, you know, the rules are off. What are they, how will they do it? It's so dumb when it's like, still like heteronormative in terms of like one of them standing at the altar while like yes. the woman walks down the aisle and you're like what are you queers doing i'm excited though to have a new exemplar because at the moment when i think of a gay wedding i think of ben and aaron from married at first sight new zealand when they both entered at the same time walked around the audience audience is that what you call them? that's what you call them and then paying together at the front yeah um, I definitely think like if you're in a same sex relationship or some sort of like queer relationship, however you know you identify, it's like you can be robust in terms of how yeah. it's structured. Like, yes. do not look at the template. Anyway, I'll feedback once uh, with all the deets. I went to one that was like a couple of days long at a school camp, I love and it that. and it was like a flag ceremony. Mm. The ceremony was outdoors. What do you mean by a flag ceremony? We raised a flag. Um, that they designed for the like three days. Wow, of the ceremony. it was heaven. I was like, it was more scouty than weddingy. Yeah, but I kind of loved that. Yeah, I'd love to feel like a scout. Wedding fashion is very funny. Like the old short suit, um, which is like yeah. I think can look good, but then I've seen so many that I'm like, you got that for thirty dollars of ASOS, and it is falling apart at the seams. It's really hard to get right. Also, if it do- if it doesn't fit you perfectly, you look. Wacky, yeah, you look totally. wacky, and it's really hard to put those. What are you going to wear for right? the wedding? Because I need to decide what I'm going to wear for this other wedding, which is just a family wedding in Whangarei. I don't know. Uh, Sam and I had talked about a previous summer wedding. Talked about getting like r- like one piece uh, rompers. rompers, but then I'm like, oh, I no, don't, know. don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Oh my god, as a friend, don't do it. Yeah, you will regret it. I think so too. And again, in the same way as the short suit, I'm like, if it doesn't fit you properly, also if it's so a gay bad. wedding, there'll be so many pe- couples there, and you. <sighs> You don't want to be the romper couple. Do you reckon? Yeah, we shouldn't... Gays shouldn't treat themselves like twin siblings. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> you're right, you're absolutely right. Look, my beautiful boys. No! 
I have some gorgeous wedding shoes on a tab open on my browser, but then I wear the invitation and it was like, oh, you can wear jandals or bare feet. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, so it's informal. Is it a beach wedding? Beach wedding. It's oh. like the same way as on a beach. Oh, in Coromandel, of course. Mm. Well, that throws the whole thing. I know. On, uh, its, on its head. My mind is going loop de loop. I don't know what to do. <sighs> well, maybe we should start a Pinterest or like an ASOS thing, share tab because I also need to think about what I'm wearing. Yeah. Mm, I don't know what my, where my style's at at the moment. Also... I'm going to a straight wedding and like a family wedding where I know like I'll be the only same sex couple there. Oh yeah. And so my mind sort of flicks around at that point as to what to wear. As in, do you want to make a bold statement or do you want to... Do I want to protest or do I want to participate? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone object? We do. (laughs) What, babe? What what are you doing? We think this system is old. Until we can get married. We can get married. (laughs) Until we can get married. (laughs) No, we can. Um, yesterday I was playing the Spider-Man PlayStation game, which was mm-hmm. a Christmas present, and I found a little bit, and then because it's like real New York City, no, it's, it's gorgeous, uh, it looks real and it feels real to me. And then I found like a beautiful like rainbow spray painted wall with a rainbow flag, and I was like, cool, that's so cool. I love it in every episode of this podcast. There's just like a little nerd moment yeah like Eli's nerd fact of the day yeah and it's sweet to give you that space thank you I'm glad I can I'm like it's your space I won't jump in I'll listen I don't have a lot to like jump off the back of it you know what I mean yeah I know I know you'll never have much to add uh... <laughs> but you want to add it you want to share it and I value that <laughs> um I hear you uh well what PlayStation games have I played I played a lot of croc I played a lot of crash bandicoot that's a good game I played a lot of that was it, really. Did you play the remake of Crash Bandicoot? We just had, like, a demo disc. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've we- been playing the remake of Spyro the Dragon. They've re-released that. Is it fair? A lot of fun. A lot the of dragons fun. are very cute. Get on board and join the fantasy. Um, uh, moving on. That was Eli's Geek Moment over. Uh, Who's the queen of the week? Oh, did we think of one? Mm. Is it Mar- Marie Kondo? Yeah, totally. People have called her a queer icon. Really? I don't know why. I haven't watched it yet. I was sitting to my boyfriend, like, do you want to watch it? And he was like, I don't want to watch it. And I was like, wacky. My boyfriend said the same thing. He was what? like, I just don't understand how it can be interesting. I don't understand what the stakes are. It's just watching people clean. It's like... Actually, just- maybe he'd already watched it. And he was like, the, the crazy thing is like... You know, in like an extreme makeover, they'll show you the room before, then the room after, and they've like redecorated and got new furniture. But this isn't about buying new furniture. It's just about tidying up. So it's just the room tidied up. It's like, wow, it looks the same, but the drawers are good. Yeah, you've closed the drawers. Um, I love you. You, as well as a couple of other friends, have asked how you Marie Kondo fold a jock strap. Yeah. Because I don't know how she folds it undies, but she basically rolls them into like envelopes, eh? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it like folds up nicely. Um, I'm always what my drawers are a disaster and I don't fold things properly. Leon Wadham Wadham. Leon Wadom. Wadom. Director of our uh, TVNZ series, oh, Watch yeah. It On Demand. Uh he rolls if you've ever if you've ever opened his drawers up, which I have when I've been looking to borrow something while he's been out, uh he rolls every item up into a little it almost looks like a handkerchief. That's the Marie Kondo method. Yeah. And so his drawers look mostly empty. It's crazy. And everyone's like, I love it. What I've got is a like janky old, like mid-century low boy. Mm. She's a low boy. Janky old, gorgeous low boy. <laughs> uh, mid-century. Like, it's... <laughs> this is my low boy. I love a low Miguel. boy. Or you have tall boy or low boys. Oh, yes. Um, And my drawers are like... 
like you are so stiff like they're just yeah. I, i've tried oiling them i've tried well, i haven't i've tried nothing but i've looked around and complained about it a lot I'm yeah like, why is this so broken i should just replace it and fix it because i know it'll make me so much happier because literally every morning it's a mission just trying to open my drawers yeah i'm like why am i living like this i should actually just fix it also there's been a fly in this room for this it's crazy it's like one fly if you hear us go like how oh, no, do <laughs> like <this>. <laughs> <laughs> try to avoid the fly <laughs> going in our mouths <laughs> i I, I reckon for eight months. So I, I made some like flat pack Ikea drawers, bedside mm-hmm. drawers, two drawers. I was like, great. This is where I store everything. You know, it's when it's like where the lube goes, you know? Uh, but then <laughs> they all just, got that drawer. Yeah, they just fell, up, fell apart. So if you opened it, just the front of the drawer would come off. Uh, oh, no. And it's been like that for eight months. Should we just get new drawers? Why super glue them back together? And it's fine. And it's fine. It's um, gorgeous. Hello, DIY Dan. Yes. Paid uh, $10, got some super glue. Also used them on some sunglasses I put through the wash that have fallen apart. I need to fix my Birkenstocks. Can I borrow your super glue? You can. Um, wow. Okay, just fixing it. I updated my computer software for the first time in like four years. Wow. I was like, update now. And then I was just like, I'm just going to step away from my computer. It took like two hours to update, but it was yeah. Heaven. Now it's all working. Every day at the moment, it's like, your iCloud storage is full. I'm like, I'll get to it. Mum. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know who is also a Queen of the Week to me, just for one reason, is Bobby from Queer Eye, who... Is in New Zealand. What? Did you not know this? No. Oh my God. <gasps> He's in the South Island. He's currently, get this, in Christchurch. No, he's not. He is in Christchurch. Oh, shout out. He's just walked Arthur's Pass with his husband. He went to Queenstown. He went to Wanaka, which he called Wanaka. um, Which I was like, actually, Wanaka would be really how it's spelt, right? Yeah, I guess so. I'm pronounced, sorry, spelt. Wanaka. But not Wanaka. He was like, Wanaka. Yeah, yeah. um, And... Yeah, he's having a great time. Oh, he's good on him. fucking loving it. And then like, oh, shout out. always like Tan or Jonathan will be like, you look so happy there. Like in the comments, I was like, even they know New Zealand exists. Yeah, that's so cool. Oh, wow. Do you think they know we exist? No. Um, the reason I, I wanted to exalt Bobby is because they all did the lip sync battle this week and they oh. all wore crop hoodies, but it Bobby was... wore a full length and I was like, good for you. Yeah, I was like... And also, like, crazy that all of the rest were like, no, we're all doing crops. None of us are budging so that you are going to look alone. I was like, where is the video of this conversation backstage of being like, can at least one of you not crop? Please not wear the crop. I can imagine Anthony's like, I want to get my abs out. It's what the fans love. Also, I think Tan has been working on his body. And Tan was like, I worked on long and hard on this. Yeah. I feel like Jonathan's like, of course she's bringing her tummy out. Like, she loves that body positivity. Embrace it. And Karamo... Being the kind of like, like I feel I'm all about the feelings. I'm all about the yeah. sensitivities. Should have worn. He should have it down. But he is about the feelings. But he's also a looks queen. I think. I think he just wants to. Yeah, look hot. we should watch the video. I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen the photos, and I was like, Bobby. But he seems kind of happy. But he, he does just, seem happy. He just kind of looked like that friend that was like, I didn't get the invite. Yeah, you know. I saw a little clip of Jonathan and Karamo doing telephone, and to be honest. I don't think either of them were lip syncing as well as I would expect them to. I imagine Anthony would be very bad. Like it would be like watching a straight guy walk in. You know when straight guys walk in high heels for the first oh, time yes. and they're kind of like they're kind of like weirdly like walk like a um like Sophia the robot like across yeah. a road and their legs are like very straight and now they do like weird things with their hands. That's what I imagine Anthony would be like in um lip syncing. Anthony keeps doing comedy shows. What? I don't I don't I just wanna 
I just am so confused by who he is and what his plans are. And people were just like laughing at him and him being like, well, I don't get it. I don't know. He was an actor, right? Not was a chef. Really? That's how he got the job. Oh. I don't know. Anthony's a mystery. He does look really good at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> that picture of the red speedo that I saw. Oh, yeah. He's lying back and you can r- truly see everything. His penis. Uh, and I saw Alice Dedden and liked it. Came up first with the likes. I love when you see someone who's like, like something. <laughs> I was like, hello. Hello. Okay. Okay. This is what you enjoyed. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Um, so there's a fact to the game. Yes. Uh, do, what animal would you pick to symbolize the queer community if you could pick one animal? Mm, a giraffe. Oh, beautiful. Endangered. Long eyelashes. Recently become endangered. Oh, lovely purple tongue. Pride. Little um, horns. Yeah. Long necks. A thick, Elegant. girthy neck. Huge cock. <laughs> do they? I don't know. They have quite a bit of gay sex, I think. I think the men fight and then end up fucking. I remember talking to someone who was like, how do they get up when they um, fight, fall over? And I was like, because they don't have arms to push themselves back up. <laughs> True. And I was like, no, they can. They just like bend their knees weirdly. Yeah, scary shit. Um, scary shit, Scary man. shit, mate. I'd pick a toucan, maybe. Um, oh, okay. Vibrant colour, big beak, showing off. Yes. Uh, here's uh, an animal that I would never have thought to be representative of the queer community, but the purple rhino. The lavender rhino was a, a lesbian symbol from the 70s. Uh, it was adopted by lesbian groups, but also uh, they used it to be the whole community. And the reason they chose this animal is because it's generally a p- peaceful animal, but uh, when provoked, it can be extremely ferocious. Oh. And that was like how they thought it was under the queer community. Are they actual purple Rhinos, or there's just like a rhino. rhino no, they just purple. made it, but there are no purple rhinos. Oh. I think there are some with kind of bluish tones, though. <laughs> well, this is crazy because I was just reading online the other day about how the lobster is like the trans icon emoji, and I was like, "How come? Why?" And I was reading <laughs> on an article about it, and they were also like, "How come? Why?" Yeah, and so it turns out um, because. We're trying to... We, they, the people who are actually asking for it. Not me, who's just like disassociating myself for free. Um, trying to get the trans flag, the blue, pink, and white flag. Yeah. To be one of the uh, emoji flags through whatever the geo icon or whatever the organization oh, yes. is. Is it not one of them yet? It's not. And Wild. they were like... So in the update of like 150 emojis, they like didn't get... The trans flag. Oh my gosh. But they we did... couldn't do the trans flag, but we did do a confused and hungry crying face. Exactly. They were like, right. So we they managed to do like a lobster, but not the trans oh, flag. Oh, wow. So like, well, let's adopt the lobster as the trans like emoji for now. And then they'll like wow. use that to kind of embark on the project that like we should, you know, it's, an, uh, uh, what is it? What do you call that? Like integration, like pure yes. involvement. I was like, that's cool. That is cool. I haven't seen anyone use it, but I read the articles about it. What? 
I mean, so uh, the lobs, the. Uh, they're it, like, this is our this is our emoji then. Just because you've this is all until, you're giving us, so until we it. get our wow. flag. Which is kind of cute. I love that. I love the idea of adopting like a an icon or an uh, emblem for something. Yeah, just taking it. Like over. we should have one technically for this podcast. Yeah, it would be an unread article. <laughs> Yeah. Skim. <laughs> we have a bunch of browser tabs open, <laughs> but not investigated. What's your um? What's the emblem for your podcast? Just an empty Google Doc. <laughs> <laughs> um, crazy. Did you read that article the other day about millennial burnout? About how like we um? Did you finish it? No. How dare you write an article about millennial burnout and it be like? 15 so long. It was so long. Oh my god, I was like, do you know this You are burning me out I'm, reading this. This absolutely burned me out. If I was smoking, I'm now like by the yeah. end of it. I was furious. I, I literally was like, oh, for Pete's sake, and then threw my phone down. Yeah. When I started reading, I was like, this is good. I was like, this yeah. should hopefully be done in a paragraph. And it just kept going. It was crazy long. But I did get I got a lot out of it from the start. Where did you get up to? Uh it was just all about how I'm sorry. I <laughs> real guessing. Really had a burp there. <laughs> uh, just all about how we're getting we get overwhelmed with these tasks because we're trying to achieve too much, spreading ourselves too thin, yes, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, damn, that is true. And I really have been trying to get straight onto those menial tasks, which I know, which I and not let them pile up. Those like ten second jobs, they talk about them yes. like, can you do it in ten seconds? Do it now. Do it now. Yeah, but although I was terrible over my over my holiday break i was just like it's the holidays it's the holidays you gotta let yourself go but i'll tell you what i didn't know the gmail really increased oh, because yeah. I was ignoring them. i've got one in my car that i'm like pay that later i'm in a full-on war with wilson parking <gasps> i'm in like emails back and forth Ooh. i'm like you cannot charge this much money yeah i'm taking them down i love that i'm trying to be more confrontational this year yeah. um because i always avoid conflict and i yelled at road workers the other day which i don't know if it's like a good version of my confrontation yeah but like these crazy roadworks all around our house at the moment and they put the road cones like basically over halfway of the middle of the road so it's like no one can fit their cars down here so they blocked in all these cars that were parked because their trucks and their road cones were out and they weren't working because it was raining yeah kind of holding off i was trying to get my car out and i couldn't get my car out and then i was like kind of got why my window down and i was like i'm just gonna ask him to move and then i can get my car out and i was like can you move your car like as I do. Yeah. And he was like, no. And I was like, oh my God. Fucking oh no. Hell. And then he got out of his car. And I really hate when straight guys are like, let me explain to you how to use your car. Yeah. So he was guiding me. And it was still very, very hard. And I was like, you little bench. Like you could have just, just got move moved your car. your car. But you got out in the rain and instructed me, which is twice the work. Yeah. And so then as I drove off, I was like, you know, some of us have to live around here. And like barked at him as I drove away. But I was like, maybe this isn't confrontation. But I thought I was being confrontational. It doesn't sound confrontational. <laughs> I said something rather than yes, keeping it in. Rather than being like, thanks so much for... Um, thanks for guiding me. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us have to live around here. <laughs> I love that. Well, I was just like, move your cones. Yeah. But I was angry, not at the men, but at uh, Auckland Transport. Who wow. hired the men. And they are the enemy of this podcast right yeah, now. We're burning. We're taking them down. Drag. Auckland Transport and Wilson Car Parking are our two enemies, which means that we can't park our cars anywhere. No. Maybe we should ditch our cars and join the e-bike. Well, I have been walking 
a lot more this year. Wow. Mainly because work is a lot closer to my yeah, house. Yeah, actually, <laughs> fuck off. You literally live like, don't you fuck you. You can't brag about walking when your office is literally moved. You can see... That you can see your office from your room. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that makes me so mad. That you even were like, lunch. actually, I've been walking quite a lot this year. <laughs> Fuck off. It's been good though. I've got a single parking ticket. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> oh my god. Congrats. <laughs> oh That's wow. That's funny. That's funny. That's funny. That's the content you came here for. Hey, one thing that I do want to talk about this week. Uh, was uh, a weird article I found about um romanstubation. Um, Is that even a word? Well, it's a new word. It's, it's the new Boodlish. Do you remember when they added Boodlicious to the dictionary? <laughs> or when Shakespeare famously added bubble. <laughs> did he make the word bubble? That's like did the one make... fact that everyone says about Shakespeare. Like, did you know he, Shakespeare invented the word bubble? He, didn't he invent like 40% of our language or something? Yeah. Like well, I Whatever. Might, maybe he wasn't the voice of our generation. No. Because he was literally making shit up. Well, he's definitely not the voice of our generation because he was 500 years ago. <laughs> but you reckon like millennials of Shakespeare's time are like, my God, this guy's the voice of our generation. He's like the Leonard Dunham. <laughs> the Leonard Dunham. Shakespeare was the Leonard Dunham of the rest of what? The <laughs> Renaissance? When was he writing? Yeah. I Renaissance? Not Restoration. Who cares? I imagine it was Vera and Lena Dunham. I imagine after a while they were like, some of these plays are a bit problematic. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, have you read... Like, I feel like his depiction of women is cooked. Yeah. And Shakespeare was like, I really have to apologise. I've actually learned a lot about myself through your critiques of my treatment of black women. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, romanticization is like... So, polygamy is kind of like a trending thing now where people who either don't have time or just elect not to uh, have a romantic relationship as their goal uh, are now often having like sol- marrying themselves, having a solo celebration, uh, choosing to publicly declare that they want to live their life by themselves. Wow. Uh, and then romanticization is the new, it's like uh, treating masturbation as you would, you know, a sexual encounter with a partner. So, so it's like cooking yourself a nice dinner. Having a bath, lighting some candles, having a self-care, really care, self-care, kind of stuff. romantic, mm. long time. Not just like hunching over your phone, watching a video. Of porn. <laughs> Getting one out, being like, I've got to get this done soon. Otherwise, I'm, you know, I don't want to get to sleep late. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to watch porn, take the time. Light a candle. Yeah. Light some incense. Put it on a projector. Tell yourself things you like about yourself. <laughs> Fuck. Um. That's kind of interesting. Well, is this this isn't specifically the people who like don't want to be in relationships with people at all, just like don't want to be in romantic relationships. Yeah, I wouldn't say these are necessarily asexual people, but yeah. it's more like people who've elected to uh, horn dogs. It could also include yeah, horny dogs, horn dogs. You know, like people who just like love, you know, partying. Yes, going out, but not really want to want to tie it down, which has like yeah. value and respect. You know, yeah, I can absolutely. understand. Hmm, interesting. I don't like this idea. Again, I'm like, fuck, if you don't think that the idea of, like, romantically tying down with someone works for you, then don't, like, do a version of that for just yourself. Like, just forget you're still abiding by the, like, heteronormative construct of, like, marriage. Just let it go and just, I don't know, be happy by yourself. Like, what is like, I'm going to have my own wedding. Uh, For me, it's, like, bogus. Yeah, I don't if you think marriage is stupid, don't get married to yourself. Just don't get married. Yeah, 
don't have a solo wedding and invite me to that. Invite me to your 34th. No, guys, actually, can you RSVP? Because um, it's like $40 a head. <laughs> you're, like, you're stupid and no one wants to go to this. You turn up and you're like, which side do I sit <laughs> on? <laughs> you can sit on the part of me that loves myself or the part of me that hates myself. Oh, I'll go hates myself. <laughs> because I hate you and I hate this event. <laughs> it was so expensive. Why did you have it in Rotorua? <laughs> Why do we all have to get you gifts? Do you, if you have a solo wedding... Mm. Do you get? Yes. Do you have a registry? It's the only reason why I want a wedding is for the gifts, guess, which is maybe. like now that I've said this on record, it's like when my wedding does come up, everyone's like, "We're not coming. We know why you're doing we know this. You're doing this for gifts. You want a throw, bitch? I'm not giving you one. <laughs> Here's my gift to you. It's an audio recording of you saying you only have a wedding for gifts. <laughs> but it is. I'm like, that's the main temptation. Also, because mm-hmm. I've got siblings, and I was like, unfair. That they oh, have weddings yeah. and that they get the gifts, and I'm like, I want one, but I'm not gonna drop down at this point in my life. Like, honestly, 13k for a wedding. It's crazy expensive. More than people pay more people than that, People pay like man. 30k. What's the most you'd spend conceivably on a wedding? Oh, 20. Wow, that's so much. It's so much, isn't it? But I feel like it's like nine grand for a fucking venue. Heaven I don't know. I'm Betsy. really guessing those costs, but I feel like yeah, they is are expensive. expensive. If you've had a wedding, let us know how much did it cost. Tweet us, DM us on Instagram, tell us how I'm much you've so had. So anti-marriage on this podcast, which is you are. Wild. It's very strong. I feel like it's good to take a stance on something. Yeah, I think I was maybe at the start historically, and then after I will while, get I married, like, and like all my tweet people just be people text, uh, tweeting me going at Krobka. Well, well, well. Uh, cancelled, cancelled, cancelled. I don't think you could be cancelled for being hypocritical, but you can be mocked. Okay. <laughs> Just saving my own skin. What there. do you reckon you will be cancelled for then? Because it's coming for all of us. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Um, mm, really great question. I don't know. Mm. I reckon I'm going to give a talk on something or write an article about something and then be exposed for actually having no knowledge about what I was doing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my, I'll be dragged from my TEDx talk where I'll be like, did you know that 75... Oh, hold on. I'll get it off my phone. Did you know... Um, something, 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 75% something... something. <laughs> That'll be my titties. <laughs> yeah, blah, 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 like, blah, blah. I read this. Hold on. Where was it? To come here today. <laughs> Hold on. I'm getting there. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, well, did you pay this, what, read the amazing? Uh, I know that you would. It was in our uh, gr- group chat <laughs> yesterday. Someone posted this this tweet thread of this woman who was following this Instagram uh, Instagrammer's um, event that was like a motivational course. It cost $165 a head. I was not reading this. She got people to book them before she'd booked venues and then she's promised she'd provide lunch and then on the morning she did these Instagram stories and she's like, I've just run out of time to cook so could you bring your own lunch? There was a four-hour workshop where the first hour was a meeting group with the other people doing the workshop where she, the Instagram personality, was not present. And then she came and taught this like like well, wellness loving yourself course. It was so funny. Oh, I love that. And then the craziest thing was she did it in New York and she found this like beautiful loft with like plants and sculptures and she was like, look at this amazing place. And she was like, because the place is so amazing, I was wondering if like uh, the Boston and the DC events could actually just come here to New York. Maybe you could just travel here if you book tickets to those. Because <laughs> I love this space so much. And then people were messaging her being like, please, we really want to come to the course, but we don't can't afford to travel because we already paid 165 dollars for fuck's sake oh i my boyfriend was and i was discussing this over like the new year about um uh, like this whole wellness Mm. like i feel like we will definitely be 
uh, stamped by the kind of wellness time. Like, yes, the wellness. We were the wellness generation of like, have a face mask, take some time, and it's like, self-care. is it your self care? Like, is it actually a pile of shit? Like, is it just like capitalism? Like, just like getting at us once again? Yeah, because I've had multiple face masks face masks on where I'm like, I mean, my skin's wet. Yeah, so it feels rejuvenated, but I'm telling my, I'm convincing myself that that worked. Wow, but I'm like, actually, maybe it is a pile of shit. Like, it's just, I still love doing it on the odd occasion because I'm like, because I'm like, because I'm creating that time to be like relaxed. But I could do that still without putting a face mask on. There's also something about self care that like it feels less like you're truly relaxing when you're like, it's my self care time. (laughs) Like I've given myself two hours on Sunday to have a bath and put a face mask on. Also, just. Have a bath. Like I don't know. You yeah. don't need like stamp it as self care or like or that or just self care. That could be like a long like rather than just having pockets. Like it should just be like a continual yeah activity of being kind of kinder to yourself. Self care twenty four seven. God, I'm just like so. We're just so deep and like not as funny as we should. Be. I know, and we're actually offering a course where we teach you the self care one hundred percent of the time. Gorgeous space in central Auckland. Beautiful loft. Kind of plants. We've had to cancel the Christchurch Wellington events. Please come, come to, to Auckland. Or, yes. Get a sky bus. <laughs> um, come see us The talks will be on If you had to give Like a If you're on a four day workshop On something What would it be? Uh, my stomach just rumbled So loud uh, My stomach's In literal cramps I had one of those Chocolate fingers And my, <laughs> my stomach was like How Dare you I think I'm actually yeah, I'm getting sick though Really? Based oh. on what? Um, based on certain evidence Um, Well I could take it as Oh no Um I really don't know what my seminar would be on. I don't know what skills I've got that could help <laughs> anyone. I, I don't know. No backup. I'm useless at everything. Even like literally playing video games. I'm so bad. Like I never know what I'm doing. My boyfriend will always start the same video game like two weeks after me and then have finished it before I've gotten to like This is why two. I didn't play video games growing up because I was like, I can't get into this. Like I'm not good at this. And then yeah. everyone else like clearly had just like a knack for it. I was like, where did you all get this knack? Yeah. Sometimes I pour myself a bath and self care, self care, and I'm like, "This is your time, relax." And then, like, six minutes into the bath, I'm like, "I'm too hot. I want to get out." And then, I'm like, you can't get out of the bath, Eli. Such You've a waste of water. Yourself. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I bought some bath bombs. I've had a couple of baths yeah, this year. You. I quite liked it. I like it. It's hard when it's hot, though. I tell you what, I do love sitting at the bottom of the shower. And having a big old breakdown. Like, I, I, I've had my <laughs> That's best. your seminar. How, <laughs> how to break down. <laughs> um, you know, when shit's really hitting the fan, I'm feeling really, really stressed or whatever, or just like feeling weak, like I've got no ideas or what have you. Mm-hmm. I'll just get in the shower in the morning and I'll just sit at the bottom and I'll just let the water pour on me and I'm just like, fucking wash away all this doubt. I love it. Like, I swear by it. Wow. It's so good. It's like being steamed. In my mum's old house on Rickon Road in Christchurch, there was a seat in the shower, and I loved Whoa. it. I think it was maybe it was an old person's unit before we had it. I love the idea of you just being like 16 and being like, Ugh, so just sitting down That's on it. a shower. Yeah. That's very funny. I guess it's to shave your legs. I guess so. I mean, for us, it became a ledge, which we put all of our shower products in. I, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. That's one thing I'm looking forward to being an adult, is like not having... Like, maybe 40 bottles in the shower. I know, it's crazy. Isn't it wild? When you're... Although, I only found out recently that we buy shower gel on the flat card. <laughs> I didn't realise. I was out once and one of my flatmates, Sophie, name and name drop. Name, uh, name and shame. <laughs> name and shame. She was like, can you get a, a shower gel? And I was like, oh, on the flat card. Do we get... And she was like, yeah, we always have a group shower gel. And I was oh. like, I wondered 
Because I, I how long have you lived like, there for? Two and a half years. It boggles me how unaware you are of your surroundings. The, the details. I saw this little embroidered thing in a frame the other day on the, on the wall in the lounge and was like, I've never seen that before. We literally were in, uh, we we're working in an office the other day and they put up this, like, this is a new office and they put on a full wall decal, like massive, like, a, it was maybe like, it's probably three meters big, like yeah. vinyl stickers on the wall. They hadn't previously been there, and it was like they put them at nine a.m. and it was probably around two when Eli was like, "Whoa, when did those get put up?" <laughs> we were like, "When you first walked in this room today, this is what I've truly learned. I'm not. A, I don't absorb visual details. If you ask me, if I left the the room we're in right now, yes, and you asked me to name eight things that were in the room, I'd be like." Well, you were in there. Okay, name <laughs> stuff that's on this back wall right now. Well, that's been on this wall for a while. Um, you can't look I, at the wall. That's just... <laughs> you're not blind. I feel like there's some action figures. Yeah. It's Tim Bat's wall, so I feel like it's like... I don't know, there's maybe, maybe there's fucking... It's like doing a podcast Rick in and a Morty. teenager's bedroom, eh? <laughs> this is like a room you'd get stoned in when you're like, uh, like 16. Yeah. Well, it feels like our friend's room <sighs> that we used to get stoned in. We used to get stoned in, in the same room when we were 16. Um, and... I, Oh. I have like shudders thinking back to that. Like there was a specific day where we were like, we're 16. We're kind of wait, starting to waste our minds a little bit, getting yeah. really into pot. And then I was like, cool. Like, let's get out the bong as we always did. We go to, it was famously kept like in a suitcase under the bed. Yeah. We go to the suitcase. We open the suitcase. It's gone. There's a note. And it just says, you boys are rotting your minds with this stuff. I've taken away from you so that you can have a break. And I was like, I remember at that age being like outraged and not like, oh my God, we're in trouble. Yeah. And then we, Eddie was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we are naming and shaming everyone on the podcast. I was like, I'm going to go look for this. And then we found it like in the garage and then got like massively stoned that day. Wow. And that we just like used to like go into the house all the time after, and then the, the parents would be like sitting watching TV and we'd be like, hey, <laughs> like we're just getting a drink of water before we're heading out. Um, I bought a PAX3 vaporizer for myself as mm. a birthday present to myself. Uh, and I used my credit card to buy it from namastevapes.co.nz. <laughs> and then my bank thought that um, someone had stolen my credit card. They're like, like hey, it. this purchase is too cool. <laughs> yeah, they were like, this is not, this is an unusual Wow, purchase. but we like shout out Hans, but also was me. Yeah, it was completely I me. love that. That's it's so, so funny. They're like, and this absolutely wasn't you. And um, how was that? Really good, really smooth. Cool looking. Looks like a nice. Really smooth. Like, I wouldn't know what, like, good yeah. weed smoke would be. I definitely don't. I don't know if I can tell when I'm stoned. <laughs> I'm like, don't have I, the social awareness. Like, is this stoned? <laughs> Do you just get a little bump, like, every in the evenings or something? Yeah, helps you get to sleep. Oh, nice guys. that's some, kind of cool. Comes. Relax. It's nice. But do you, are you, like, <laughs> like laughing hysterically? No, I'm Or like, you just like, yeah, I'm the same <laughs> I just don't like it because I'm like, cool, everyone's a spy and I'm being taken... When I'm stoned, I'm just really? like, cool, everyone hates me. Wow. I'm a mess. I'm a wreck. I'm a lying, deceitful bastard. Like, that's what I start... That's my inner, like... Even when you're, like, in your house, like, in a relaxed environment, surrounded by people you know and love. I got stoned. The, probably the last time I, like, was like, I'm going to get stoned was mm-hmm. when I was living with one other person in my flat in Ponsonby and I was like, I'm going to get stoned and watch the movie tonight. So, like... I didn't even get stoned in my house. I went for a walk around the block 
and like sort of tried to smoke this J very badly. <laughs> then got home and was like, hi, 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 like really weird to her. And then was like, locked myself in my room. <laughs> And then watched, um, I was like, I can't even go out and get food, so I didn't eat. Yeah. And then I tucked myself in my bed and watched um, Birdcage. Bird Box. Birdcage. Oh, the Birdcage. <laughs> <laughs> how confident I was that you were watching Bird Box in the story, which clearly happened in 2015. Bird Box is a timeless <laughs> classic. <laughs> Has she been nominated for an Oscar yet for Bird Box? <laughs> um, and was like, this movie is crazy and then had to give up like halfway through because I was like, I think my flatmate's going to like call the cops or something or something. It was so weird and even though I was like so cool about it, I just lost my mind and I was like, okay, I just can't get stoned anymore. I just don't have the... Yeah. I have to practice so hard on being chill. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Which is why I'm like, well, shouldn't dabble in hallucinogenics. Well, this is... Uh, with, a, with a vape, it's very smooth and you only... You only like. Maybe you have I'll to try. smoke it a lot to to mm. get to that level. I I've realised what my seminar would be on. Getting stoned. <laughs> no, I've gotten stoned twice in the last year. Maybe. <laughs> um, no, it would be on. Um, it would be like um, creating the playlist for you. It would be like finding music that you will you will like. Finding music you like. <laughs> yeah, that's my seminar. I feel like there are what? people who don't know. Like, oh my god, I love it. I feel like there are people who don't know like how to look for music and like on Spotify. No, but they don't know how, like where to go to find a new artist they haven't heard of that might be something. Discover. Like. No. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Isn't that little I love the idea of you being like <laughs> I've booked it out. I love that you think well, one, you're the only person knows Spotify and Discover. And you're like, okay guys, open your phones, go into Spotify, go to Discover tab. Okay, how many more days have we got? Three. <laughs> okay. I don't do Spotify. I have a few different blogs that I follow, and I keep and I read lists of new music every week. And I, you are born to be like a music. Like you should be on like. Right. Would you do radio? Yeah, maybe. I but, feel like it'd be so yeah. good for you. You'd be it's so fun. great. Like, I don't know if you feel like you're like edge adjacent as a brand, but like you might be cooler. Would you do like George? Yeah, to George. You'd maybe. be cool. You'd be so cool. But even George, like all those radio stations now are more popular, so they pull to more of the like. Mm. There, we got a fucking oh, wax our eyebrows off. We're out on the street. We're naked and we're giving away ch- uh, chinos. <laughs> chinos. <laughs> um, we're giving away pairs of chinos. Um, what do you think your seminar would be if you were offering one? Maybe like wig styling tips, even though I don't really know how to style yeah. a wig. But I'm good with a cheap wig. Yeah, nice. Like, give me a six dollar wig. I'll try and make it look human. Cool. Oh, mm-hmm. very good. That it's not a full day. It's like a fifteen minute workshop. Yeah. Um. Or I, I. For a while, I was like, maybe I'll get into wig, like, like learn wig styling. But I oh, guess wow. that's just like learning to be a fucking hairdresser. Do you so, have a gay hairdresser? No, I have an. Uh, oh, uh, you're a, you still go to a barber? A barber? I've got a, oh, honestly, a woman called Sue. She's a bit edgy, and by that I mean she occasionally makes racist jokes. I think honestly, you've got I to like give her. up. No, I like her. She cuts my hair good. I mean, I'm not one who's like strictly a salon kind of guy. Like, I've yes. definitely dabbled in barbers, but it's so quick and brutal. Like, and I feel like this. It's just you feel more glamorous. You kind of know a little bit more of what your hair is doing when you go to the salon because they spend a bit more time on it. I think I think you've been going to the wrong barbers. So I think if you go to the right barber, they spend a lot of time really getting it right. True, but they are racist. Yeah. Or like right-wingers. Well, they're like, I don't get chicks, uh, which is why I got into barbering. Barbering? 
Barbatering. Barbanering. Barbanering. Um, they're like, it's like just nice that. to have a nice chill space for men. And you're like, I don't like this space. Oh, I don't mind that. I don't mind getting a free beer when I go in. I'm going on a Ooh, Thursday you're or Friday. You're such a lad. I love it. It's edgy. They, they, they yell abuse at each other across the room. I'm like, cool. It's fun. Ooh, I don't know how to pan- I, I panic in those spaces. Like, I genuinely do. Really? There's a couple of times previously where I've like... It ended up in quite like a hit space and been like, whoa, like I just instantly feel, oh, I know where it was, which is kind of classic. Um, it's kind of a read, but we went to the classic to do a gig. Yes. I went into the bar, like, and immediately had to leave because there was like mm. a stag do who were going to go in to watch the, the show in the oh, main room. And I was no. like, whoa, I just felt so weird. Like, I felt, and it, like, five people looked me up and down. Upon entry, like I didn't even do anything. Fuck. I was wearing like you know a three XL t shirt and like clots and Burks. Like so, I was dressed like I don't know a school kid in the nineties, but <laughs> like a school girl in the nineties. But I was still like, what have I done to deserve this? Tr- like this feedback yeah. from you immediately from entering. Wow, it's so gross. It's weird those shows that stag do's and stuff go to, and the motivation for going and stuff, and like what. Mm. What they're entering in their headspace compared to like our our fun little gigs that we put on. I'm just like constantly presuming that the audience is like fifty to sixty percent queer. Yeah, and, it, and so when it's not, I'm like, oh, that was surprising. I guess that's the end of the podcast. Um, we covered a wide range. Really, did. we didn't know what we were going to talk about for this one. We also forgot we forgot our queen of the week, and then I realized who it was meant to be. Who? We'll talk about another episode. It's Tina Knowles, but always oh, yeah. We'll but I'm glad that. we got our shout out to Marie Kondo yeah. and Bobby. Yeah, totally. Who didn't even know was in the country? Incredible, amazing. Thanks so much for listening once again, chickadees. We're gonna go head out into New Zealand and find Bobby so we can become friends with him and practice up our handjob technique. Yeah, this episode was brought to you by um, handjobs. I'm sorry, mom. It's not a phase. Remember the mail gaze live for Auckland Pride Festivals at the Basement Theatre, February 13th, 8.30pm. Tickets, $15. Go to littleempirepodcast.com forward slash live. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.